Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. You're listening to Today in Web3. Do me a quick favor. Open up your app, whatever app you're listening to this on. If it's Spotify, you'll see that you can hit five stars. Give us a five-star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts on your desktop or on your phone, please open that up. Scroll down to write a review, hit five stars, and leave us a nice comment. Say something like, this is the best place for daily crypto news. <laughs> um, I told you we might change the name, so uh, leave the Today in Web3 off of it. We might change the name to be a little more relevant to what we do. And also remember, you can always reach out to me at bookings at todayinweb3.com until we change the name. Anyway, let's get into today's crypto news. If you guys remember earlier this week, we spoke about the $125 million hack, one of the biggest hacks in crypto history. They drained cross-chain bridge multi-chain from multiple cryptocurrencies and stable coins. Well, yesterday, another $103 million in crypto was moved to various blockchain addresses from multi-chain. Now, the first one looks like a bad actor. The second one looks like an inside job, according to Chainalysis, which they believe that their exploit may have resulted in compromised administer keys, which, by the way, we missed this news, the disappearance of their CEO, Zhao Jun. And that happened in late May. So Chainalysis said, while it's possible that the keys were taken by an external hacker, many security experts and other analysts think that this exploit could be an inside job or a rug pull due to the recent issues suffered by multi-chain. Now I know what you're thinking with all these hacks. Crypto is a scam. We just have to trust the banks. And I want to say shout out to JJR, Jeff John Roberts, putting this on my radar. The New York Times reported that Bank of America was just fined $150 million over junk fees. And um, let, let, let's just go into that framing of junk fees in a little bit. But what, first, what did they do? The Bank of America withheld promised perks from some of its credit card customers. Basically, if you're using your credit card, they would give you a perk to use it. Either it's a you know, cash back or gifts or flyer miles or something like that. They withheld those. They double charged overdraft fees. Okay, so that's a big one too. So if you overdraft your account... They'll charge you 35 bucks. Well, they're charging 35, 35, 35 to the same person. Obviously, it's somebody that didn't have enough money in their bank account beforehand. So they're just making sure that they're getting more and more in the hole. That's pretty evil. This is the most evil one is that they secretly open card accounts in customers' names without their knowledge or consent. <laughs> okay, let's go back to junk fees. They're calling these junk fees the double charges that they had, basically double charging customers for overcharging or overdrafting their accounts. What they should be calling this is fraud, right? But because the media is the media, because the banks are so big and too big to fail, they're going to rebrand this as a junk fee. Imagine if you did this. Imagine if you were um, uh, selling goods at a store or whatever, whatever retail you would have, whatever business that you'd be running, and you double charged your customers knowingly okay, allegedly knowingly, and making millions of dollars. And you would just say, oh, my, my bad, those are junk fees. I think that's absolutely insane. But I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, but this happens all the time in crypto. This is only one bank. No, 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 stop right there. Bank of America is not the only bank that did this and got caught. Wells Fargo did this and got caught, as well as local regional banks did this and got caught. Wells Fargo was fined $3.7 billion dollars for overcharging, double charging, people stealing money from people for the most part. 
Anyway, moving over to a follow-up from yesterday. Remember we spoke about Arkham. Arkham has this new Docs to Earn program. Basically, it is if you open up a wallet, for example, MetaMask or any other kind of wallet that isn't connected to a centralized exchange where you did KYC, basically nobody knows who owns that wallet. It could be anyone. Well, they have a Docs to Earn program giving people the incentive to figure out who owns the anonymous wallets. This crypto Twitter thought was totally irresponsible. I thought it was totally irresponsible. And now the CEO comes out to defend this Docs to Earn program. And now I'm starting to maybe think that it is not a bad idea. Please bear with me, but also email me, bookings at todayinweb3.com. The CEO said this in quote, This is exactly the kind of thing that would have been extremely valuable during every single crisis or scam. Continuing that his product could counter every piece of negative information that has destroyed the reputation of the crypto industry over the past years. Arkham basically focuses on analyzing strictly publicly available information to then make connections about what sort of entities own which popular wallets. The point is, he continues, that when situations like this happen, there's an incentive from the community that's actually getting exploited in these situations to actually then go out and put real work behind the real hours to try to figure out who's behind the fraud in order for them to be potentially reported to the authorities. This is the intention. And that made me think of some Cleveland news that broke yesterday over the weekend. Sadly, Cleveland had a mass shooting. Nine people were shot on West 6th at around 2.30 a.m. And West 6th is this bar slash restaurant district over here in Ohio. Lots of nightlife, lots of people going out. And the person who did this shooting, nobody could find him. Nobody knew who it was. They just shot nine people and disappeared. Well, as I said, that this is a popular entertainment area of Cleveland, Ohio. And one of the purveyors of some restaurants and bars in the area, Bobby George, said, I'm sick of this. We can't let them win. He offered $50,000 to figure out who the person was. He said, give the incentive and I'll show you the motivation. And so with this $50,000 incentive, people were motivated to go out and find this person. Well, within a couple hours of Bobby George offering this $50,000 reward, they found the alleged shooter and brought him into custody. So this made me think, do we just have to align incentives for people to go out there and try to help the communities? What do you think? Bookings at todayinweb3.com. Is Docs to Earn actually a good program to help us figure out what the hell is going on in this crypto space to stop all the scams, to stop all these rug pulls, to stop all this fraud? Or is it opening up a whole other slew of issues, going to incentivize vigilantism? And what do you think of this case here over here in Cleveland? Let me know. And finally, in our main news today, regulators in South Korea will mandate firms that issue their own cryptocurrencies to provide detailed crypto disclosures for their financial statements. The disclosures must include a range of information, including the amount of characteristics of their crypto tokens, their business models, and their internal accounting practices concerning the sale of cryptocurrencies and associated profits. Moreover, the companies holding cryptocurrencies for investment purposes will be required to disclose information about the token's classification, book value, and the market value of their holdings. Speaking of market value, let's take a look at those crypto prices. And the time is 9.51 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have some good news coming out of the Fed. The inflation rate or the consumer price index is only at 3%. The interest rate hikes are doing their job. People are predicting that the Fed is going to raise rates another 25 basis points. Again, 
I'm not too sure if that's a good idea. Obviously, everybody now with the inflation rate really being released, his armchair experts of all thing interest, all things inflation. I'm not going to pretend to be, but I'm going to say, please don't raise the rates again, Fed. Let's just go sideways until the end of the year. How's that? I can't see raising rates being good for anybody. But I know something that is good for somebody. Kathy Wood, she's just a beast. She sold 135,152 shares of Coinbase. And remember, she's always been aping into Coinbase. Coinbase shares rallied around 9.8% on Tuesday after the Chicago Board Options Exchange submitted their application for amending their spot Bitcoin ETF. Coinbase is up 165% this year so far. Kathy Wood's ARK Invest, ARK Innovation ETF, has been aping into Coinbase ever since uh, $36, $40, $50 continually buy. Now she is selling getting some profits and it wouldn't surprise me if she goes right back into coinbase our fear greed index is sitting at 57 neutral bitcoin is sitting at thirty thousand six hundred fifteen dollars up 0.7 percent in 24 ethereum's at one thousand eight hundred eighty six dollars up a percent in 24 tellers number three binance is at 246 down 0.3 percent in 24 and usdc is number five running off the top 10 we have xrp cardano doge solana and litecoin the total market cap is at 1.19 trillion, up a half a percent. BTC dominance is at 50% and an ETH dominance of 19%. And that's our show today. Again, email me with any questions or comments at bookings at todayinweb3.com. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.